I am Starman. And I'm Kryler. Hi, Kryler. Hello, welcome back. I guess you didn't get too much hate mail last time. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we only we only got one or two that said, oh my god, don't ever bring that guy back again. I think it's because I work for beer, so it's a cheap guest. <laughs> <laughs> Bill well, needs soul with, shards, so badly. Well, n- not with the beer, <laughs> with the beer you drink. No, you don't work for cheap. Hunter needs food <laughs> badly. Oh my God, we played that game too. That was I can't tell you like, how many quarters I pumped into that bad boy. <laughs> I always played the Valkyrie. That oh, did you? As, that should come as no surprise. I always played the Mage. Again, no surprise. Yeah, what did, you always played the the wizard too, didn't you, Kryler? Yeah, I pay, I played the mage, the wizard, whatever you want to call him. So anyway. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> podcast well, needs content badly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what did you do this week, Starman? Oh boy, boy, did I have a great week! Not. I know. <laughs> so, what happened was, I always talk about my guild and how great it is. And it is. And what happened was I sort of fell into this, um, what what people call the raid bug, where you feel that your guild is not progressing fast enough. Mm-hmm. And so I thought about this for a little while, and I, and I was weighing the balance between three things. Raiding. Um, the people in the guild and the culture of the guild and this was going back and forth in my head for days you know what do I do I mean it was actually a little longer than that I mean there were little seeds to the the problem and they sprouted over time so to speak and eventually it got to the point where I thought alright I'm going to have to make a decision here because I have to do what's best for myself and I thought of every single conceivable angle to my problems. Like, okay, I guess it's time for me to move on from my guild. As much as I love the guild and the people in it, I I, I got to go because we're just moving too slowly. And so it took me about three hours yesterday. That today is Tuesday, the 16th. So I was on my laptop. I mean, it took so long that I had to actually bring my laptop upstairs and retype my goodbye message over and over and over and over and over and over again because I wanted to make sure that it was right. And then I couldn't do it. So I finally just got it right. I don't know how, but I, I, I got it right, and I G-quit. And the thing is that I G-quit, and people were saying, Sorry to see you go, but it was like 11, 12 o'clock at night at the time. There weren't a lot of people on, and I didn't intend to do it at 11 and 12 o'clock at night. I, I really meant to do it at like 7.38 before we started watching uh, Survivor. <laughs> and that, that's how long it took because I, I, just, I was still weighing the options. And I know I'm rambling on and on about this, but, but I'm, there's a point to this whole thing is that when you leave a guild that you've been in for so long and that you've made such good friends with that sometimes even though you think that going to another guild is a good idea for you, it winds up being a really bad idea in the end. And so what happened this morning was this morning was the fallout where people were upset with me 
for leaving, including the guild leader. I guess part of the problem is that over time, because of something else that happened in the guild, which I'm not going to get into, there was a separation between myself and several of the of the people in the guild to the point where I just really didn't think I mattered. And it turns out that I, I really did matter to certain people, important people in the guild. And so I had a very long, long, long talk with the guild leader. And after talking about it, she allowed me to come back no penalties or anything and and and, and i i say that because renata and i and Kryler, i mean we we've all played everquest one we've seen the situations where you know somebody leaves out of a fit and, and th believe me this was not a fit this th this was something that took time for me to to think about but we have seen people leave guilds in a, in a fit and then they're forced to apply back into the guild and they're stripped of, you know, pretty much everything that they've had in terms of what the guild gave them. But my guild leader realized that I didn't just leave the guild and jump ship. I left the guild and stayed ungilded. And I was thinking about my decision that I probably really did make a, a big mistake. So we talked about it. And I well, think that if I had jumped ship, it would have been different. The, the whole thing has to do with progression because as I've said in the podcast many, many times before is that I like to see new things. Right. And I've, I've even said this in, in the guild chat. I'm sorry. I've even said this on the guild website is that one of my biggest regrets is that I never finished EverQuest 1, so to speak. Where, and, and what I say by finished is that I never saw Plane of Time. We what never even saw the elemental planes. So Well, <laughs> yeah, see what happened was I, I made a mistake in EverQuest one, and that was I wound up doing Lost Dungeons and Norath, L D O N, so many times that I didn't do the planes progression. And what happened was in the in the time that I was doing the L D O Ns I, I didn't realize that I was eating away at the time that I would be playing EverQuest 1 because EverQuest 2 comes out in November of 04 and I just dropped EQ1 altogether. And then when you look back at it, you think, well, did I really need to do all those LDONs when I probably could have seen more of the game? And I, I, I sort of got that feeling about World of Warcraft where I thought, okay, we're not progressing very fast in this guild. I don't want to see things because people would say to me, you know, friends of mine and other guilds would say, well, you know, we just dropped the last boss in, uh, in Blackwing Lair. And then you listen to Alachia's web, uh, uh, podcast where you know she actually played the audio of when they dropped Nefarian for the first time. And I just keep thinking, uh, uh, where am I going? Mm -hmm. But then after I did it, after I after I did that slash G quit, and I and I felt okay about it for 15 minutes, <laughs> then I started regretting it. <laughs> and I guess sometimes you don't realize what kind of mistake you can make until after you make it. And it seems like such a ridiculous statement, but I mean, it, we've been in these situations as adults where you know we look back at things that we've done when we're younger and we say, well, you know, that was really dumb. And even now, you know, even though I, I thought of every single scenario, I thought of every single person in the guild that might be affected by this, and I thought, well, maybe they won't be so affected because I haven't spoken to them in a while or, or whatever, and then I find out that I was completely wrong about it, and what I should have done 
was spoken to those people first. <laughs> I just say, I, I think, you know, I've been in this situation from kind of both sides of the fence. And, you know, I can see your point of view. I can see their point of view as well. Um, I mean, our, our old EQ guild was very much a casual guild. And there, but there were some of us who were interested in seeing some of the higher content. But, you know, a lot of people stayed for a while, and then as soon as they got their epic or they got 60, which at the time was the highest level guilt level they could get, or 65 later on, they leave. And I, I know this wasn't your situation, but it, it does kind of leave a taste in the mouth of the people who are left behind that, mm -hmm. you know, that they're missing something that they're missing something that was very important to them, not only as people, but as a guild. Right. But I can also see it from the other perspective, because there were many times that I felt very trapped by the guild culture that said, oh, we're a family guild, we're not really a raiding guild. And I'm going, you know, I couldn't even get my key for the plane of tactics, which is, you know, that's pretty basic. That's very mid-level stuff for right. EverQuest 1. Um, but so it is it a was, cultural question. You know, a, it well, is. Very much I so. mean, every every guild has its own culture. And another one thing that I said to one of the guild members after I came back is that yeah, I, what, what Renata just said is right, is that maybe sometimes you do feel trapped by the culture. But at the same time, once you leave and you realize you're not a part of that culture anymore, then you realize how much you miss it. And I know this sounds really strange, but when I spoke to Renata this morning, I said that I haven't felt this odd about making a decision since I broke up with a girl in college <laughs> decades ago. You know what I mean? It's it's just one of those things where, that, I mean, that's how attached I, I was to these people. And I, I really miss it because I started talking to other guild leaders uh, yesterday and this morning and I just never felt really comfortable with any of them and another thing is that I was talking to another friend of mine who actually whose guild actually has progressed so far through Blackwing Lair and everything that, that they get all the way to Nefarian and I thought, well, boy, you know, that would be great. I mean, I, you know, I go into the guild for the first time and, and hey, let's take down a fairy. I mean, is, is that great? Sure, of course it is. But then I thought, that's not me. I like to work for everything. I mean, I never take handouts from people. And to me, going from a guild that's not moving very fast to a guild that's finished Blackwing Lair didn't seem very appealing to me either because I didn't feel like I helped that guild through anything. Yeah, you want to feel like, you know, that would have been skipping a whole section, right? It's in the like middle. cheating. Yeah, it's like skipping a grade. <laughs> Seriously, it's like, you know, skipping 9th, 10th, 11th grade, you know, going right to 12th. And you, it, you want to live through that. You want to be able to be with your friends when you do these things. And so I thought I, I should just go back. Well, and, you know, that's that's a decision that you need to weigh kind of as a whole picture thing. I think anyone who's spent any time in a guild has faced moments when they kind of look around and say, 
well, what's life like over there? Grass is greener. Well, yeah, and sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. It just kind of depends. There are trade-offs to every decision that you make. I mean, you go hardcore rating and you're making a significant investment in time and energy and such. And you may end up having to be on a very tight schedule that you don't always have the ability to control. On the Mm -hmm. other hand, in a more casual family guild, slow progression or even no progression may be the price you pay for that. Mm -hmm. So you just have to decide what are your priorities at that moment. Right. Another thing is that I didn't realize that I matter to to certain people both as as far as the game went and how my character helps with raids and, and, and me as a person. So I I suppose that I nowadays, you know, I mean people think that it's a game and you know, there's no need to tell people well, you know, you know, uh, we appreciate you being here, part of the guild. I mean, you never really hear that and I suppose that maybe you should tell your friends or something, hey, we appreciate you being here. Because you can wind up losing them if they don't feel like they matter. Don't you think that's like the number one thing that everybody wants is to feel like their friends and their guildies appreciate them? Real life and in the game, right? Yeah. You really got to do it. You're right. Because, you you know, after they resign is not the time, right? But I also think that there are people... Who do and I'm not I'm not saying that this is the case with your guild, but I, I have seen people overreact when people leave guilds also. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not always just about, oh, I want better loot. There there's a lot of reasons why people may want mm-hmm. to see different parts of the game or do different things or you know, just experience different things. Right. And um you know, this is a game. And Yes, there are relationships and there are real feelings involved, but by the same token, you need to realize that not everyone's priorities are the same as your priorities. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's not quite like, quite like quitting your job or leaving your wife. <laughs> Although people may treat it as though it is, right? Well, yeah. And the other thing that that somebody had said was that from what they saw in EQ1... Anybody who says that leaving a guild is not about loot is deluding themselves. And I took great offense in that because for me, it wasn't about loot. It was about seeing things. And and the thing is, you can't see things when you don't have the loot. I mean, the loot is just, I, I, I guess, a necessary evil, so to speak. And you have to work to get the gear because you're not going to get to rags. You're not going to get to Nefarian wearing greens. You know, right. You know, you if you want to go further in the game, you have to get loot. So anybody who says that, you know, you don't need loot to enjoy the game is also deluding themselves. I mean, you, you're not going to get to the end of the game wearing green armor. It's just it's just the bottom line. So. Yeah, and fundamentally, you know, to some extent, what what's wrong with wanting loot? I mean, yeah, if it if it, you allow that to come between you and your friends or your your guild or whatever that's one thing but as you said it's a necessary part of the end game because mm-hmm. you can't you just can't you need that stuff to be able to progress that's what right. it's about loot keys quests in order to get into better and different places right 
and that's how I always felt you did that as a, a guild. That's why I never felt bad when I lost a role because I knew that it was going to somebody who was going to help the guild. I mean, so I didn't get it. Well, big deal. Who cares? I and mean, somebody else will get it. The only time it would matter to me is if I soloed, but since I don't really solo that much anymore because I'm 60 and, and doing, you know, Molten Core and, and Blackwing Lair, I don't really need it for myself. So if that other druid or priest right. or whoever it is that gets that drop, uh, let's say it's a fire resist ring, okay? So if that other person gets a fire resist ring and we know that that person is going to go in the next 10, 15, 20, 30, 50 raids with us, who cares if I get it or they do? So for me, it was never about loot. It was it was about helping the guild progress, and and for myself, and f yes, for myself, to see more of the game. I mean, you know, I I have a lot of respect for the people that design this game, and and I want to see it. So the best thing I could tell anybody is that if you're seriously thinking about leaving your guild. Just think about the people that might be involved. Think about the guild as a whole. What do you like about the guild? If you're in there for a long time, what kept you there? Is it the people, the culture, the pace? As it is right now, I feel as if the pace is irrelevant because of the fact that I feel like I'm I'm in the best guild that I've ever been in, which I've said in this podcast before. And even though that was ringing through my head the whole time I was thinking about it, I, I just, for some reason, lost sight of it and made a mistake. And hopefully what we've talked about in this section of the podcast will help people not make the same stupid, idiotic mistake that I did. So move on. Next subject. <laughs> so anyway, Kryler, what did you do this week? Uh, you know, I've been really busy at work and doing some other stuff. I haven't had all that much fun in the game in the last week. <laughs> we did have a really good pod party uh, this week, uh, Mother's Day party for Pod Mom. And uh, we had a mass Zerg raid on South Shore. And uh, it was kind of fun because we got a level one warlock, Pod Mom, into the inn in South Shore before we wiped. And. Uh, <laughs> So it was a really good party, and it ended awesome. like it ended like a lot of our parties do, with everybody in ghost form running back to try to get their bodies. Because <laughs> <laughs> of course, it didn't take too long for the alliance to figure out that there were a lot of lobies in this group, and we got we handed out the honor kills generously. But uh, oh yes, but that wasn't the point. The point was is that it was great fun. We had, um, I think, at the highest count, we had about fifty-two people involved in this party which was a it was a surprise party for for pod mother mm -hmm. uh, of the of the pod people and um so that was pretty good considering that we never even we of course we couldn't announce it on the boards because it was a surprise party. it was a surprise right yep right. so we started out by turning uh sylvanas's pedestal into a disco with all kinds of lights of illune and aoe and <laughs> every other thing and Infernal Inf Bill got down and funky with his red pimp hat in the disco. And uh, when we got tired of dancing and eating ice cream, we conged on out to South Shore and raised a ruckus. So it was pretty fun. <laughs> well, I, I was similar. I didn't actually play a lot of World of Warcraft this week, although I did play some. I got my uh, Alliance Mage up to 28. And 
Well, she's she's uh, being uh, groomed and improved for our 20 to 29 Battle of the Pods core that uh, regularly raid one another in battlegrounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she's going to stay 29 at least until... She, well, she's not 29 yet. She's 28. But she's going to stay below the threshold at least until the big rumble at the end of the month. And then she might rumble. move on. Oh, it's it's a great deal of fun because we get, just get escape pods on one side and pod people on the other and just blow each other away. <laughs> you just call each other the Jets and the Sharks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is we all stay in one vent channel and people, someone usually plays uh, music on their iPod over the vent channel and... <laughs> It's a it's a great deal of fun. So there was a lot of news this week. Uh yes, it was E three this week, as I mentioned in the last podcast the, that it was coming up. Ooh, you want to start on this? Uh well, the big news, of course, is that the alliance race was revealed, mm-hmm. and it was not the Wisps. <laughs> I was hoping for the Worgen. I, I really was, but it's the Draenei. The Draenei, as was reported months and months ago. Yeah, and it was speculated as, as kind of being the top contender for being the, the new race. Although they don't look right. like the little shriveled guys in Swamp of Sorrows, which is, no. you know, thank goodness for no, that. No, in fact, on the Draenei page, they actually show like a progression, you know, like how they show the progression from ape to man. They actually show <laughs> the progression from these, you know, little things in Swamp of Sorrows to the Draenei that we know, or, or we will know in, in the expansion. They're pretty cool looking. They are. And we and, were all expecting big, ugly things because the Horde got the Blood Elves. Right, don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> and, we, and we've seen the Draenei dance. Yes, it's, it's vaguely Indian, as in India Indian, not, uh, not Native American Indian. Uh, there's, a, there's actually a video out of some... It was, I guess it was some music video that was done by some Indian artist where mm-hmm. the, the, the dance is pretty much taken directly from this music video, at least the, the, the male dances. Okay. Now, I haven't seen the female dance. I have. I don't remember where. It might have been off of a link from Dig or something like that, but I did see the female dance. Well, we'll try to find it anyway, and if we find it, we'll post it on the, on mm-hmm. the forums. But, um, no, I think they're pretty cool looking. The... the, the picture that I saw of the female drain I looked kind of like a goth chick with blue horns and a tail sort of <laughs> reminded me a little bit of the succubus except blue nice I mean oh, cool those... oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> well um, someone pointed out however these guys are supposed to be really big like you know Torin size and woe betide the poor like gnome warrior who's going to be trying to have to work around these, right. this guy well, that's fine. They can be just like my undead priest is trying to see around the tauren with the big shoulders. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm trying to heal somebody, brother. Turn sideways or something. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get through a door. Right. I I just I just keep thinking that they're they are they are horrid rather than alliance. I, I guess that's wishful thinking because I I wish that the Draenei had been horrid and the Blood Elves had been alliance myself. But well, I think they needed to inflict. Uh, a race with the blood elf dance on us since we escaped the night elf dance now uh, if you've seen the video of the blood elf dance it's as cheesy as a block of stilton yeah so. it's it's like the chip and the, i've only seen the male dance again it's it's like the chippendales you know it's like male stripper <laughs> dance it, i mean complete with the butt slapping i mean oh jeez 
Yeah, That's it's... right. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's really bad. But they have... Uh, but getting back to the Draenei, they have not announced what race... What classes the Draenei mm-hmm. will have. So, um... They also announced that they're going to be making a World of Warcraft <laughs> movie. Oh, this should be interesting. Yeah, I have kind of mixed feelings about it, simply because, let's just say that the history of making movies out of video games is very patchy. Mm-hmm. Some of them have been pretty good, and a lot of them have been really, really bad. I think... How many good video game movies were there? Maybe three? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Not I'm many. Really... I mean, I, I can't really think. I, Final Fantasy VII, which was good. Um, what else? I mean, you can consider Tomb Raider to be enjoyable. Resident Evil, enjoyable. I, I wouldn't consider Tomb Raider or, or Resident Evil to be awful. But then you... Oh, well, no. I, I have to say that... I mean, granted, I haven't watched this movie in 10 years. But when Mortal Kombat was out, I as cheesy as it was, I actually liked it. I appreciated it for what it was. But that's about as far as I'll go, Super Mario Brothers. Um, <laughs> Tron. Tr- what? Nah, I, I, don't be dissing the Tron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, and, I and Tron, like... Tron was a video game from the movie. Oh, that's right. It wasn't right. the other way around. I did like Tomb Raider. I mean, whatever else you want to say, it did have a couple things going for it. So, okay. Yeah, I, I know which couple things you're talking about, too, and they're both resident on Angelina Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> Angelina Jolie should play Sylvanas. There, I got my bump in. I worked it in. <laughs> we were joking about this earlier before we started recording. Well, I still think Ron Perlman would make a really good Vera Mathras. <laughs> Angelina Undi- Undead Banshee Spellcaster. I can die happy. <laughs> the um, the thing is, is that uh, they said that they're not going to actually make this based on the game. They're going to make it based on the lore. So right, which would make sense. Right. You, you want to make a movie based on the lore, the you know the story of of, of Warcraft and Azeroth. You, you you can't base it on the movie. I mean, what are you going to do? You're you going to make a movie about a forty man raid in Molten Core or, or Nixia? No, I don't think so. No, no, that, that would be some something of a, of a disaster. Yeah. But uh, so they, I mean, they haven't. They've just announced that. It's going to be done by Legendary Films, which has done some movies like Superman Returns and Batman Begins. I didn't see either of these, so I can't really comment. Did you see either of those? No. You see, what happened was uh, Batman Begins was announced for HD DVD, so I've been putting it off. Hmm. I haven't watched it yet. I'm waiting for the HD DVD to come out. But I didn't see in the movies because my wife and I don't go to the movies anymore. Uh, why? Because we are sick and tired of bad theaters. There, I got my plug in. Um, so and no, six dollar popcorns. Six dollar popcorns and four dollar sodas and people kicking your chair and cell phones and babies and I'm going off on a rant. So no, <laughs> we don't go to movies anymore, which, which is a shame because I grew up on in the movies. So. Yeah, people seem to think that theaters are, are their living rooms nowadays, and, and it's it's gotten bad. Yep. So, no, I, I haven't seen uh, Batman Begins yet, and of course Superman Returns won't be out for another month and a half. 
But they, they, they haven't announced a cast yet. They haven't announced a script or anything like that. So, I mean, this this is just a... The movie rights have been sold, and they have a, a film company, but not necessarily mm-hmm. that they're going to do anything with it yet. Well, other than that, there are the talent calculators for the Mage and Shaman changes have come out. Mm-hmm. These are things that are going to be released as part of the next big patch, which who knows when that's coming out. 1.11. 1.11. Um, I'm I looking forward to them. it. Yeah, um, I looked over it, and there's there are some kind of cool things, and I'm not going to go through a blow-by-blow blow of what changes are being made in the mage and, and uh, shaman um, talent trees, you know, talent by talent. You can go to World of Warcraft main site and look at the ta- talent calculators for yourself. But just some general um, comments on them. On the mage talents, um, one of the things that I really like is that they're making arcane explosion instant cast for everyone so you don't have mm-hmm. to use those five arcane points for it five talent points for it and they're also giving everyone the evocation ability at level 20 and this was the one that we sometimes call it the purple tornado where <laughs> I've seen the that. mage the mage basically regenerates all their mana and you can use that once every 10 minutes it's a channeled ability so if you see anyone using this in battlegrounds and they're not on your side for god's sake interrupt them <laughs> except if it's me don't interrupt me i'm regenerating my mana um <laughs> and so that frees up that takes out two of the real big abilities in the arcane tree that people really wanted to drive to drive down to um, there are some other worthwhile abilities in the arcane tree but one of the things that's very nice about this is they, they've made some changes to the arcane tree, and I still think that clear casting, which is something you can get with five points in, and you can put five points into it, that um, allows that will give you an up to 10% chance of having your next damage spell be mana-free, is still very nice. One of the things that this has done, including a change that was made to the fire tree called Master of Elements, which if you put 15 points into fire, this ability has it so that any fire or ice or frost crits that you do will refund 10% of their mana cost. Which has kind of led to an interesting thing. Before this respec, um, although it hasn't happened yet, of course, but before this with the old talent trees, Pretty much no mages did a pure elemental build. They would either do fire and arcane, or ice and arcane. The reason being is there were these couple of abilities in the arcane tree that were just so critical to a mage that you had people playing with it, but no one was really, no one really serious seemed to consider a pure arcane, a pure elemental build. Well, now with those key abilities being taken out of the arcane talents, there's a lot of people on the various boards who are now. Pl- playing with these pure elemental builds of fire and ice, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. You never used to do it before because there was nothing in either tree which balanced the which did anything for the other tree, but with this new master 